We are so excited to welcome everyone to Two Twigs, Two Twigs in, in a Pod. This is our podcast, y'all. We're so happy uh, to be doing this together. It's our weekly catch up where we chat about life, love, art, society, and anything else we feel like talking about work and um so for our first episode we are talking about turning pandemic blues into pandemic dues yeah we're going to discuss our experiences throughout the pandemic how it's affected us and how we're finding our ways to come out of it strong and inspired we're turning our woes into woes (laughs) (laughs) i want that for everyone i want everyone to turn it around Um, Because this pandemic has been crazy. So let's get into it. Driggy, I would like to know how has been, uh, how has your pandemic experience been? You know, when did you catch wind of it? When did your life take this major shift? And, you know, just talk about, you know, your transition. Yeah, totally. Um, It hit hard um, because I just had this amazing experience in New York. I was working with um, Gibney Company. I just set a work there. You were with me, helping me. um, (laughs) And I just saw life just like skyrocketing on from that moment. And I traveled back to Dallas to get back to work, to get back into things. And then like, what, maybe like a month later, less than a month, I feel like. Uh, yeah, like COVID started. And like we talked about before, I was like, what is this? Like, I don't even, I don't, I don't even know if it's serious. And at first, you know, um, everything, when everything started to shut down, we started like doing these like Zoom classes, thinking that it was going to be temporary. And we really didn't think anything of it. Uh, we were like, oh, this is going to be like done in like two weeks. And then lo and behold, months and months and months and now what a whole year has gone by so yeah it, it, it definitely felt like the rug was pulled out um from underneath me um especially because I just had that amazing experience and and I saw so many things happening in the coming months in the coming year so definitely was hard to to accept yeah. The, re- the yeah to accept that reality of like okay yeah. no everything's shutting down nothing's happening um, so yeah, definitely, definitely got used to teaching the Zoom classes in Dallas with my students, and it was a struggle um, for a while because it's so hard to keep people interested. You know what I mean? So yeah, that definitely was a struggle. Um, not being able to see family was a struggle. Not being able to travel was a struggle. Um, yeah, yeah, you know. So, what about you? Um similar experience whereas like I had no idea what what was going on I felt like 
Um, I was in this like working grind. I was working for Gibney and I was producing um, shows. I was part of the production crew there. So we were in the middle of a show week and we had loaded in, we had done all the tech and on opening night, uh, they were, they were like, you know, this might be the only run of this show. And I was like, why, you know, what happened? Did someone get hurt? And they were like, because of COVID. And I was like, well, what's COVID? Mm. <laughs> Everyone kind of just like stopped and looked at me. And I was like, I have no idea what this is. And they're like, oh, it's a new, you know, strain of the flu. It's, it's a really big deal. So that was it. You know, I felt really terrible for the artist. Wendell was uh, one mm-hmm. of the choreographers and he had an incredible work that I was really excited to um, show and be a part of. So they got to do one opening night and then, you know, I was like, okay, we'll have the weekend off. We'll be back next week and back at it again. And then my other job was like, you know, don't come in. We're shutting down because of COVID and let's see how the next few weeks go. And those few weeks turned into for the month and for the month turned into indefinitely. And that was across the board, all jobs. I was working three jobs at the moment and doing some consulting on the side. And it, it was just, I went home one day and I never went back to work and, you know, and it started as like, okay, I'll have a cute, you know, three-day weekend and unexpected. Oh, they're going to pay us for this three-day weekend. They're going to pay us what we were supposed to be paid. That's fine. And then a month rolls by and, you know, my partner was supposed to come to the East coast for his birthday in May. So I'm like, surely we'll be good by May. Oh, Uh, May rolls around and he's like, I'm not flying. So I'm in this long distance relationship and I can't see my partner. Uh, It was it was really shocking. And um, then it began to get scary because now grocery stores are short supply on food and water and toilet paper. The most ridiculous Uh, people you saw people walking down the street with like barrels of toilet paper under their arms they were getting to the store as soon as they opened so they could buy everything it just society was like turned on its head and um Mm -hmm. for a while it got really scary and I would say uh probably the hardest moment for me um was just the economic just not knowing what to do and the isolation so just not really understanding what's going to happen with the economy and then um, being like having all of this time in the world to think and ponder those thoughts. Like all of my jobs are canceled. There's barely food on the shelves and Mm -hmm. I'm sitting alone in my room contemplating all of this, like indefinitely, the word indefinitely, indefinitely, indefinitely just seemed to be like the theme for so long of it. Um, so yeah, yeah. And then after that, I decided, made the decision to move to LA to be with my partner. So everyone's looking at me, like I have three heads and I'm like, well, the schools <laughs> have been closed, so I'm not going to be teaching. Yeah. The theater has been closed. So I'm not going to be working. Yeah, I mean, it gets to the, gets to the point where like, you have to do what you have to do. You know what I mean? I, like, yeah. I say it what I think. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and I remember telling the restaurant that I was working at and, and their response was like, you're going to move across the country in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm like, well, you don't have any work for me. And I'm right. sitting at home counting the hours in the day and my partner is alone. You know, like I would rather us weather this together because 
I'm not going to yeah. sit here from March until June in hopes that something different is going to happen. Um, right. So yeah, the rug got pulled from under me, but I wanted to kind of just like be safe and be secure and feel like I had a little bit of community. So then I moved to California and that was its own, <laughs> you know, thing. it's all a whole new trial. Yeah. Well, and it's cool too, because I mean, you know, pandemic aside, that's something that you've been talking about for a while, something that you've been wanting it's to true. do. So, I mean, the fact that it came at this time is, is kind of crazy. It's an odd coincidence, mm-hmm. but it's so cool that you got to do that. Um, yeah. 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 I mean, for me, like, and I, like you said, it kind of sucked that you had to deal with this like long distance situation. And I know a lot of people when, when it hit, like they were alone, you know, they didn't have anybody mm-hmm. and being forced yep. to stay inside by yourself can be a blessing and a curse. I'm sure like for a little while, it's kind of nice. Um, but after a while, I can imagine how hard that can get. And, and also like vice, also the opposite of that too, like being um, yeah. in a place with someone or a certain amount of people um, can also be daunting for some people. And I know I was lucky because me and Mikey were together and, and we're always together and we're homebodies. So at first when it hit, yeah. we were kind of like, <laughs> oh girl, like whatever, we're good. This is what we do anyway. We stay in the house what are all we day, every day. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then as the weeks went on, it kind of, it kind of started to get like, okay, this is like, this is a little, little scary (laughs) and then it got to the point where you know like I feel like while I was in Dallas and the people there uh were kind of getting in the mindset of you know as a few weeks went by and we were isolating and we weren't going to work the mindset started to shift to okay well like we can't do this forever like the world has to go back to normal and Mikey and I were kind of like but no, no like doesn't. this is this is what's happening we we have to like figure something out we can't just like go back to normal because we're over yeah. it and because we're like sick of of doing things this way and so that was definitely like a struggle for us for for a little bit yeah. of, of time um hence us well it was a mixture of things but the pandemic and like all the protests happening and a lot of disagreements and butting head opinions and just generally feeling like unsafe and unwelcome yeah um and just work being like minimal uh that caused us to to move and we moved to Colorado we drove we didn't fly um because we were like super paranoid about it and we were also just like trying to save money so we took a cute little road trip it was fun (laughs) um bonding time (laughs) yeah and here we are in the glamorous um basement of Mikey's mom's house which honestly (laughs) I say that with I say that with gratitude like I'm we're lucky to to have a place to be a place to stay and also to to put some money aside and not be paying rent at the moment. So that's definitely been super helpful, but man, yeah, it's definitely hit. It's definitely hit hard for sure. Those first um, two weeks, I was like living in my glory. Uh, I had developed this like really great balance of, uh, I was still getting dressed every day. I remember like posting about it on Instagram. Like if you just get dressed every day, you'll feel so good. If you just go for a walk every day, you'll feel so good. And then I think like day 23 (laughs) came and Mm -hmm. I just wanted to do nothing. I wanted absolute, like, I was like, I'm done with my walks. I'm done with getting dressed. (laughs) I was like, I (laughs) am never going back to work. 
but I'm so exhausted. I'm like exhausted <laughs> from being in my room. I'm exhausted from sleeping. Right. Like I just, right. yeah, I, I just turned into a zombie. So there's definitely like been waves. Um, mm-hmm. But wow, yeah, the pandemic has been an experience. And just like you said, you know, I, I felt like I was going crazy in my solitude. And then moving in with someone, going from like being long distance to moving in together and being quarantined together, it was just like a huge shock for both of us. Uh, Luckily, Mm -hmm. we're both like very even tempered people and he's a creator as well. So we would spend long hours. We split the living room in half. He has his music studio on one half. I was doing my creative work you know, in the living That's room. That's so fierce. Part. Yeah, but it still would be like, we'd wake up in the morning, we'd have breakfast, and then we'd spend like as many hours apart as we could possibly, but in the same room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Like he's right across yeah. the bookshelf. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, it, it's just been like, unbelievably strange, but refreshing times, you know? Um, so what would be your top three tips for people that are maybe still quarantining um, and, you know, like what, what have you kind of developed into a do for the pandemic? I mean, yeah, if I had like tips to give people off the top of my head is like, and this is whenever I'm giving tips to people, I'm literally like talking to myself, (laughs) just like hoping that like someone will hear it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like hoping someone that will hear it and like be able to relate to it. So like this is by no means like me, like trying to give people advice. It's me literally telling myself what I should do. <laughs> um, so Starting tomorrow. Literally. <laughs> um, I would definitely say save, save your money as, as much as you can. And I know it's easier said than done. It's very hard to save your money. I can attest to that my whole life. Like one of my biggest struggles has been saving my money, but I feel like now more than ever, we uh, definitely need to start saving money, definitely as artists and as artists trying to find like W-2 taxed work, because from my experience as a sole proprietor, as like an independent contractor over the years, the taxes pile up. And my, my thing is, is always trying like to make money from my art because that's what I do. That's my passion. That's my craft. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've invested my entire life doing. So I feel like this urgency to, well, not even urgency, this like commitment to like solely just be an artist and not have to get like a quote unquote regular job. But, but sometimes, especially now in the pandemic, sometimes you just have to like bite down and like, yeah kind of find work that is going to tax you and that's something that can be consistent for you so you can save money so you can pay the bill so that, that that's my first tip that's a big tip <laughs> um my my second tip is do things or do something that makes you happy and to not worry about like looking stupid to other people that's one of my biggest yeah. concerns always that like I'm going to look stupid or someone's going to judge me or like I also pigeonholed myself into like just being a choreographer and just being a dancer because that's what people know me for. And that's what I've been doing right. my whole life. So I'm, I'm afraid to like branch out and do other things that I'm interested in because I'm afraid of being judged. So I would say F that, do what makes you happy. So that's yeah, tip number absolutely. two. Yeah. <laughs> and then tip number, tip number three is create your own opportunities, create your own platforms. And 
I definitely have a tendency to kind of like wish and hope and dream that like something is going to come my way or someone's going to like reach out and I'm going to get like this amazing like moment or opportunity. Not to say I don't put in the work because I put in the work, but I definitely like, I definitely like hope that like things are going to like fall in front of me just by doing the work. And it's not always like that. Sometimes you really just have to kind of create your own path and make your own platform and, and uh, do it for yourself. Yeah. So those are my three tips. Absolutely. Something you said that was so important. Um, Yes, I have three tips. They're similar, but different. Um, But I just wanted to revisit like a conversation that we had where you were talking about, um, oh, darn, I'm losing it. You were talking about- uh, Get it, get it back. (laughs) It's coming back, it's coming back. You got it, it's there. I'll do my three tips and then we'll come back to that. But it was along the lines of of your second tip. And um, it was about creating. But my three positive tips for people are, um, one, take time for yourself to do all of the things that we generally don't have time to do because we're off to work and we're working multiple Mm -hmm. jobs and then we're just too tired. So I have found Mm -hmm. solace in um, creating routines for myself or things that I know that I need to do every day to feel my best, whether that's yoga or meditating, um, really taking a bath, whatever it is that you always feel like you don't have the time for, you need to absolutely make the time for. Um, so take mm. time for yourself is my very first and I think like most potent yes. tip. The second tip is stay active. Again, like you said, this is for me. It is excruciatingly painful for me to like go on a simple walk every day. (laughs) I like open my window and I'm like, well, there's my vitamin D. Um, (laughs) So I take like two steps out the door and I'm like, oh, that was enough. (laughs) Right. Stand on your balcony, take a few deep breaths. Um, but you know, try and stay active. If it's, if it's in the house, do some yoga, do, Mm -hmm. you know, there's tons of free, uh, activities to do on YouTube and the Instagram community is popping with, you know, people that you can take classes from. Um, so Mm -hmm. stay active, go outside, try and take that walk, get some sun. There is no replacement. I like take vitamin D supplements and people are like, no girl, you need (laughs) the sun. (laughs) Um, some people like live off of the sun isn't that crazy yeah they're like this is my water my sustenance this is (laughs) this is it for me I'm a sun person that's fierce (laughs) I am the sun okay (laughs) (laughs) and my positive tip number three is uh be creative you know we have Mm -hmm. all of this Mm -hmm. time to think and dwell on so many ideas and take a chance. You know, I built a bookshelf, me and my partner. um, And I started painting, like I'm no painter. I have no visual art experience whatsoever. I literally just paint lines with watercolor, but it feels good to do. I watch a lot of Bob Ross nowadays. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) I cannot. You know, I'm creating wall art for myself. Yeah. Doing macrame. <laughs> that yeah. So, oh, actually though, like your creations with macrame have been have been beautiful. I love that. I love that you're doing like new me, creative things. Let me explain to you that I took a couple strings and braided them. 
and called and it done. <laughs> and hung it up. And said $300. Who wants it? I stuck a bead at the bottom, which I could barely get the bead. I could barely get it threaded through the hole. You're that like, was 20 you're minutes. Like, you like super glued it to the bottom. You're like, forget this. I'm just gluing it. Oh Absolutely. <laughs> yes. So, but it's fun. And now I have all these like really yeah. cozy hygiene corners in my home. I, I hope that yeah. I even said that correctly. So, you know, be creative. It doesn't have to be that. anything in particular. It could be being creative with food, cooking a meal, doing some yeah. home art, you know, anything. So yeah. Take time to yourself. And it also drapes, it also like yeah. <laughs> no, be I was creative. just gonna say it doesn't even it doesn't even have to be like I think a lot of the times when we think about being creative and like doing things, we always see the end product or we always see like the Instagram post. We always see like the 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 final moment of it as opposed to just like enjoying just doing the creative activity like instead of like you know thinking about okay like for me like I started sewing so like I haven't gotten to the machine yet I just started hand sewing (laughs) and and when I first started doing it I was like I I have to make this like amazing like garment I I have to like because if I don't, have like, to. What's the point? <laughs> literally like have to be on Project Runway like now. <laughs> and then, and then I like start to think about it. I'm like, no, like just enjoy the process of like learning how to sew. And no one ever has to see this like awful garment that you're going to end up making. Yeah. Just do it for fun. You know what I mean? So I definitely, and that's the just sheet. like in life in general. Yeah. Like we, we forget <laughs> no one has to see this like terrible pillow that I'm making (laughs) this pillowcase um like I'm gonna sleep on it so it doesn't matter no um but seriously I think like too we we forget in general to like enjoy the experience and enjoy the journey because nowadays it, it seems like more so nowadays that everything is about the product everything is about like what we're gonna show people and yeah, so just trying to enjoy the journey, which takes me back to your other tip. Is just like, wait, was that a tip? Just like taking time. Taking no, that was tip number one. Like utilizing your time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to just tell you what I remembered, and then we should take our break. Um, yes, yes, yes. So what I remembered is that in one of our conversations, you were talking about this time alone, building confidence in yourself to mm-hmm. create the projects, you know, taking your initiative to do exactly what you want to do and working with and reaching out to people. Um, and I think that kind of goes hand in hand with taking the time for yourself, because when you work on your self-development, you start to ask yourself these questions of like, well, why am I not doing these things? This, this thing that I want to do is so simple. You know, if I want to work with mm-hmm. this choreographer, what's the harm in just asking them or, you know, you get to reflect on all of the experiences that you've had that have prepared you to do exactly what you want to do. So it just, yeah, like what you said, just reminded me of how this time alone has been a huge confidence boost, you know, and, and very reflective and deciding what we want to do and, and kind of those things that we put to our minds when we're on the hamster reel, we put them to the back of our minds. And it's like, you don't really have time to, to craft and create these ideas 
of things that mean so much to you. And then you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, I could do that. Oh, this is quite simple. You know, these things. So that that's what I was reminded of um, in your tips, creating your own. That's so important. Yeah, Yeah. I'm glad that you said that. Yeah, it's something I have to remind myself of a lot. All right, Driggy. Well, that's great advice. Um, Do you want to take a quick little break and then come back? talk some more absolutely i won't be back all right cool all right welcome back y'all hello again he dragged me back Um, folks yeah i had to drag her back (laughs) (laughs) um driggy i have a question for you what are some positive changes that you've noticed in yourself or just in society since uh the pandemic has started yeah well that's kind of the beautiful thing in all of this. And I, and I know that there's been a lot of hardships, you know, I don't mean to be dismissive of people that have had a really terrible time in 2020. Um, People have died. You know, this pandemic is so serious. A lot of people have slipped into poverty. Um, What I can say for myself is that I have created really incredible relationships with people in my community, my friends and my family, my partner, you know, this time has allowed us to um, really lean on each other, more time evaluating and repairing relationships. And then in terms of society, I think that with everything going on with all of the the bubbling undertones of the like political uh, climate Mm -hmm. in America, Mm -hmm. visibility has happened. You know, we're no longer ignoring, we don't, we have too much time to ignore the societal issues that have um, affected too many people for too long. You know, that's black people, that's uh, gay people, that is, poor people, or I don't even like to say poor people, but people that are economically challenged or, you know, just don't have the same financial situations that we all should be um, able to accomplish, you know, so these issues are no longer being ignored. People are speaking up. The conversations are wide open. Social media has been a huge platform for that. Uh, So I've seen this coming togetherness. I've seen people taking steps back and looking at themselves and how their life before the pandemic affected other people's lives in ways that they absolutely didn't know. So the time that we have is just so valuable and we're shining a light on people that we don't realize that we rely on. The people that are Mm -hmm. working in the supermarkets are nurses and hospital staffs are essential workers. Mm -hmm. And the essential workers are not necessarily the surgeons that, you know, are, are, are doing brain surgery, but they're the pharmacy workers. They're the, Um, cashiers and people that are keeping these places of business open so that we can continue to live our life. 
you know? And so what I've yeah. seen in society most in, in, uh, is just awareness, simple awareness, yeah. self-awareness and awareness for this community that we're all a part of together um, and globally because this pandemic is global. So you have nations yeah. relying on other nations for healthcare, for advice, for tips. You know, we've seen a just lot of countries support in general. Yeah. Support in general mm -hmm. and um, a togetherness that I don't think that in my lifetime I've ever seen. And that's not to negate or ignore things that still need to be addressed and fixed in the equality that is still not available to different groups Absolutely. of people, but yeah. it's, it's being discussed. Yeah. It definitely seems like the more, the more visibility there is, the more support there is like in, in the black community and the trans community and the LGBTQIA community plus um, there's also that ever ever pushing resistance against that also shouting out at the rooftops as well um but I, yeah. I would definitely say like it does seem like now more than ever um like voices are being heard and and even if even if those voices don't feel like they're being heard like there are definitely are people listening there are definitely people trying to hold the microphone up to those voices and and that i definitely Absolutely. appreciate especially like in our inner circles in our like vibrating circles in our communities like in the in the art community um in the dance community i can speak on that for sure it do, it does definitely seem like there has been a little bit of a shift and then for me personally like with my family like conversations are happening that we never had before about race mm. about gender about society mm. equality and equity and and just understanding and having empathy and and that um that has been new for me you know just even feeling comfortable about talking mm -hmm. about those things to like my family specifically and seeing that shift has been beautiful for me because you know it, we do have to think globally but we definitely like have to act locally for that to like for that to erupt for those waves yeah. to continue to yeah. flow so yeah um seeing that shift in my close-knit quarters has been uh somewhat inspiring for sure and then also too with like with the new the new president the new vice president and you know they're not yeah. perfect um but you know I I definitely feel like that shift politically is definitely going in the right direction. We're still dealing yeah. with it, but uh, I definitely see somewhat of a positive change for sure. And just energetically, like I feel right. like the last four years has just been energetically draining in terms mm -hmm. of, you know, mm -hmm. the political climate and things that have been incited and, I feel like a weight has been lifted off of the world's shoulders, you know, like there's nothing yeah. more visible than the political happenings of America. The entire world is watching us and looking to us. I'm not exactly sure why, because we haven't gotten it right, you know, a lot of the right. time. <laughs> yeah, you I'm know, like, but <laughs> you know, there's there's definitely other countries yeah. that are um, leaning towards like a more universal care for mm -hmm. their citizens uh but that doesn't change the fact that we had the world we have the world looking to us to you know 
kind of get it together. And so, yeah, I feel energetically like we're leaning more towards that. Um, So, yeah, things are changing. I think the pandemic has given us space to reflect and uh, Mm reevaluate like our values as human beings. Um, Totally. Yeah. I've also just loved, loved seeing just the... The kind of like maximization is that a word uh it can be I don't know yeah <laughs> we're gonna so. say it's a word today I love seeing <laughs> just the 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 black artist the the black art that is being produced that honestly that has always been being produced we're seeing it we're we're getting the information you know what I mean now the I feel like the system just needs to kind of be like shoveled out completely we need to have Black people, we need to have uh, queer people, we need to have BIPOC artists and people who get it in like in deep rooted in these systems, like in these organizations, or we just need to like tear the organizations down completely, you know what I mean? (laughs) And just kind of like start over. Yeah, but it does seem like that's happening. I'm I'm loving like all the work that's being produced now and and the voices that are that are being heard now, it, it's just been amazing just for, for the yeah. artistic community in general. Um, I agree, yeah. 1000%. Yeah. So what would you say has been, um, well, I guess that, that has been like very inspiring for you. Would you say that yeah. it's been like the most inspiring part of 2020 or? Absolutely, for me, like, because I just, I just love to see it. I just love to see the people that I care about, the people that I love and respect and admire and that inspire me just like doing it, just out there yeah. doing it and making it happen. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, th- I think of somebody like Jasmine Sullivan and like, we know Jasmine, she went to Kappa, like, and we knew she was going to be a star. And then all these years that she's been working and like putting out work. And then, I don't know, I feel like still kind of flying under the radar a little bit yeah like absolutely everyone knows who she is but she like doesn't get like the clout and respect that I feel like she deserves because oh my god that uh Jasmine is just amazing and then to see her like now really 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 just vibing out on top like she she has been a huge inspiration for me from the beginning um, and to see her really, really like rise up recently has just been amazing with her new album and all the releases yeah. that she's been coming out with. Um, yeah. And also seeing these like these drag artists that I I love, like on RuPaul's Drag Race and like yeah. uh, Drag Race UK. Like one major inspiring moment for me. This is super random, and hopefully somebody can relate. <laughs> but there's this there's this drag queen named Taste on Drag Race UK, and she mm-hmm. just did a, a lip sync battle to the song memory from cats which is a childhood like <laughs> love of mine like favorite and yeah that that moment was just like huge inspiration for me I mean these are just like little things that I'm thinking of also you know but what it you, speaks to <laughs> you, you are an inspiration for me yeah sorry go ahead no I was just gonna say is what it speaks to is you can be anyone that you want and you can do anything that you Mm -hmm. want and these people are Mm -hmm. defying the odds and saying f what society has told me this is who I am this is who I choose to be and this is how I'm going to flourish you know and absolutely I love that 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 is incredibly inspiring um that people are just taking that agency 
and, and, and succeeding, you know, and not yeah. in the, not in terms of like, um, like material success, but the success comes from finding out who you really are and giving that gift to the world. Yes. And just living your truth, living yeah. your truth. Yeah. Do you have um, any like specific, do you have any specific inspirations? I think my specific inspiration comes mainly from my self journey. Mm -hmm. Again, being back to like having space and time to really do a deep dive into what I want from this life and having opportunities to map that out. And a lot of them are opportunities that I've created, um, just by saying, you know, okay, what do I want and how am I going to do it and what's stopping me? So I think that's mm -hmm. been the most inspiring thing has, you know, you take all of this fear and this anxiety that happened at the beginning of the pandemic. And it's like, okay, but we're here now. This is our new reality. And yeah. how can you, how can you take that energy and charge it into what you've always wanted to do? You know, my dream wasn't to be working three and four jobs to make ends meet and right. doing my art on the side. My dream right. that I've put all of this training and creative um, energy into has been to be a creator. So mm -hmm. again, I feel very fortunate that my personal situation has worked out. That's allowed me to do these things. Um, but I think that this is something that I've been kind of manifesting and wanting my whole life. You know, everyone's like, I got to get back yeah. to work. And I'm like, I'm never going back to work. You know, um, <laughs> literally you have been wanting to do that for someone like to be your own like entity and your, your own boss, like all of that. So that is so true. Yeah. yeah so th that's been really inspiring. And then, like you said, the, the creative um, community that I've been able to see and draw inspiration from and connect with, you know, the people that I want to create with now have time to create with me too. And so we're just seeing mm -hmm. this eruption of art leading society. And that is yeah. absolutely the way that it should be because right. artists are creative. They're insightful. They're intellectual, mm -hmm. you know, like down with the, the, um, the like nuance of like the dumb dancer, like, no, we see dancers that are building empires based off of their yes. talent, you know, that yes. are building global communities based off of their talent that Absolutely. takes business that take, you know, so it's, it's yeah. very inspiring to see. And mm -hmm. it's been inspiring for like my own life transformation. Yeah. I feel like that's something too, that has always been there. Like artists, I feel like have always like been driving society to a certain level. Absolutely. But like now, like more people are really starting to like realize that now, which is, which is a good thing. And value it. Yeah, totally. Um, work, Jogi. Uh, what do you think? Do you want to do some rapid fire questions before we finish out for yes. today? I okay, love right. rapid fire, so, but they make yeah, me sweat. This is, yeah, this is our little portion of the pod that we like to call rapid fire questions where we just ask each other random questions and um, pick each other's brains a little bit. So today I'm going to be asking Deej three questions. My first one being, if you had a theme song for 2020, uh, what would that song be? Or is there a song that like you listened to a lot? 
in 2020. So like either one. Okay, I can take part B. Um, <laughs> this is so like random and, and a little bit, what's well, never outdated. I listen to on repeat. <laughs> I'm so excited to Frank hear that. Ocean. <laughs> yeah. Frank Ocean Control. Oh my God. This is I don't know why that song just gives me the chills. I dissect <sighs> it. Um, and also a new favorite of mine has become Nights. And those two songs. Nights is. <sighs> it's just absurd. Like me and my boyfriend play so much Frank Ocean. We are like Frank Ocean theologists. Like <laughs> I think we should do I think we should do an episode on the pod just about Frank Ocean and like dissecting his artistry and music because I could go on for literally hours just about nights alone. Like right. the oh. the dimensions that you go through listening to that song. I just I can't even begin to explain. He's just a mastermind genius. Like he really is from next this level. Planet. I don't understand it. Yeah, I'm so glad you said those two songs. Um, we continuously play the song and then we stop like line by line and we dissect it and then we play the whole song and we sing it to each other. And then we talk about it for like three days and then we're like, okay, we need to take a Frank break and then yeah. we'll give a week and then the next week rolls and then we'll be in the kitchen cooking something. And I'll be like, hey babe, play Control. Um, and then I'll be like, play nights. And then it's the same thing. Stop, dissect, stop, dissect, stop. It's like you yeah. hear a new line, a new note. And he's a composer. He's a producer. So he's yes. listening to all the back end production. And I'm oh, totally. the poet dissecting his words. <sighs> and it's, it's you're absolutely right. He's it's out of this world. But yes, that's genius. what I listen to on repeat. Two oh, songs yes. by Frank like, Ocean. That, that whole album, like I could die happy just holding that album like to my chest. <laughs> Be like, goodbye. I will literally bring it to your memorial and like literally clamp your hands. That's so morbid. Yeah. And, like slip it in between. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys get the Frank Ocean album? <laughs> Did you get Blonde? Can, can everybody just like house party to the Frank Ocean album Blonde while, as I'm dying. Like, <laughs> <The procession>. <laughs> literally. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, next question. Okay, if you could have tea or coffee with any one person, who would it be? I feel like we talked about this before. We did. Last but, time it was like a celebrity right. and now you're just asking about a person. I would probably say you. <laughs> Oh my God, stop. You could literally do that anytime. I'm so flattered though. But when's the last time we had a coffee date? It used to be yeah, that a is, regular. That is so true. Oh my God. I like need to come to LA. Yes, please in do. my journal, in my journal entry uh, for Doodle on the Stars 14 Days of Love, by the way, y'all should get into it. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that in the next episode. Um, but yeah, that's one of the things that I wrote down without even thinking. Like, I just want to be in LA for some reason. Um, anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that later. Uh, okay, my last question is, if you had one superpower, what would it be? Oh. It would be to apparate. <laughs> oh, hey. so basically, Wait, like, is that a show up, show up anywhere at any moment, like whenever yeah, you wanted. I could just yeah, totally. snap 
and be where I needed to be or leave where I needed to leave at, yeah. at, with, without, you know, notice. I could just transport myself, yeah. teleport myself. I think that would be it for me. Yeah, why, like, why would you pick anything else? That's like the, the most obvious, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like one of, the, one of the things that holds me back from doing like so many things in life is just like the idea of traveling to the place. Oh my god! <laughs> like if I could just be there, I'm like going to the club, going to a party, you can't get me to go to the club and go to a party. When I'm there, you can't get me to leave. But just the, the idea of getting on the train or like, you know, that is, so yeah, that's, that's a great superpower to have. Just boom, I'm there. Yeah, I love that. Yep, boom, I'm going. I love it. Oh my gosh, well, Drake, I, I don't know. This was a great conversation. I definitely learned a lot. Yes. And, um, took, took a lot from your advice as well. So thank you. And hopefully y'all did too. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I love talking to you. Um, Obviously, you're my favorite person, but uh, I always learn something. It's always very insightful. And I just love to hear your your perspective on society and how you're coping or, you know, thriving. And so, yeah, this this has been great. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. And thank you all for listening today. And we will see you on, well, not see you, but we will be with you in the virtual space on our next episode. (laughs) Absolutely. You got it. Who's the poet now? (laughs) Okay. Talk to you soon. All right. See you.